Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simon Zwick's Sweaty Balls Shack. It's uh, your boy, DJ, here, having a good time. My balls are steaming. I'm out here in Calgary with my best friend, Joseph Goche. We're absolutely buckled. I hope everyone listens to this and thinks, hey, these boys are killing it. I'm here sipping on a nice little lime white claw because I'm out of all the good ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm joined here today, obviously I told you already, by another sweaty boy. His name is Joseph Gauthier. How's it going, Joe, baby? Well, you know, I got some uh, real swampy nuts going on today, but uh, I'm two for in right now. I've got a natural lime white claw and I have a bourbon margarita that Devin uh, so handsomely made for me. So let me try Ooh. it. Here. It's it's basically it's seventy five percent bourbon. It's just nine <laughs> shots of bourbon and a bit of pineapple juice. But yeah, I, I hand squeeze the pineapple though, so it's authentic. Hand squeeze <laughs> pineapple. Good. Let me uh, some kind of macho man. Let me uh, let me pass her off to my good buddy here, Mac Daddy Five, the McKinnon <laughs> man, the Sasquatch of the Thrums area, Sasquatch of the West Kootenays. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much, man. Just just dropped my microphone, actually, if you're wondering what that noise was. But, uh, yeah, just just keeping it real out here in Thrums, farming away, doing some drafting, drinking some beers, just staying busy, you know? Well, uh, why don't you yeah, tell the, good. Uh, the, uh, the really good fans what you're drinking today, Fredo? I just opened up a special edition eight-pack Pilsner. <laughs> Ooh. That's the special edition. It's got the like eight the, pack written the authentic around bunny the top. Pilsner? Oh yeah, there's no other that a actually. Boy. That a boy. That Have a you boy. counted how many uh, bunnies are on your can today? Uh, there's a couple, and then I know there's two working away in the tent making a couple more. So I don't know. I can't count that high. I need a calculator. Well, we all do. So let's fucking. That's fine. Let's, let's throw it off the thanks. size lick here. Let's throw it off to the guy that kept us waiting today, Simon's Wick. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I got some uh, wet, steamy, boiling, moist, leaky balls here, and uh, I am just. Why uh, the fire are they leaking? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I, they, I'm, I'm ready to go, though. I got a. Uh, they ran out of white claws at the ESO, so I got a tall can white claw. That's because you, you bought them all, eh? <laughs> well, yeah, they, the supply is low. And then uh, I got some tailspins too, which I tried last weekend and I liked a lot. What is, uh, what's tailspin? It's like a gin soda. So for the folks at home, it's uh, actually a gin soda. Okay. Uh, oh, the monkey's on it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got a monkey on it. This one's cherry flavor, which I haven't tried yet. And I'm actually, or cranberry, sorry, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, so. Well, fucking A, boys. Like, let's just jump into her then. Um, I know Devin has seen it. Simon's probably seen it. Fraser probably hasn't seen it. But uh, the NHL looks like it's coming back at a 24-team playoff format. And I just kind of want to know what you guys uh, feel about that. Let me hop in here. Um, for me, obviously, I'm just happy to have hockey back. Honestly, I can't wait to watch a sport that I actually like. I've been watching a lot of uh, snooker if you will um but yeah i mean the 24 team playoff it's gonna be a, like a absolute just like it's a money grab at this point i don't know if i like they played three quarters of a series but i'm not too sure the players are super excited about like if you win a stanley cup this year it's like a lockout season it's not gonna feel the same as like a full season there's gonna be an asterisk by it forever see but i disagree with that um there will be an asterisk but if you're a player that wins the stanley cup this season like you're still gonna fucking. You still won the Stanley Cup. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but matter the grind's not the same, man. They're not even having a full amount of seven game series, which to me well, is like. No, they are. Come on. Like, they, 
they played 75% of the regular season, whatever, longer than the lockout. They're going to play an extra playoff season or a playoff round just no, to they get aren't. just to get into the playoffs and then they're going to play the oh, playoffs yeah. to fucking win the Stanley Cup. Are so, you Arguably, I'm a little bit, little bit oh, happy though. I won fifty bucks for my brother because the Canucks made the playoffs. Now, arguably, it's going to be a tougher Stanley Cup to win. And you've got teams though that are like playing that. I think is it a three game or seven game series for uh, like to the, get in? The first round is going to be five games. Yeah, it's yeah. five. And then after that, it's going to be seven. So arguably, it's a tougher Stanley Cup to win this year. If you're coming from a team that's that's uh, in one of those series, you got to play a lot of fucking hockey. At, like. But the coolest thing is they're playing in, like, a hub city. So, like, Vancouver's probably going to get a lot of playoff hockey. So, if you're in Vancouver, you're listening. Obviously, we have a ton of followers in Vancouver. We're blowing up. We're right. Yeah. I think we're number five on Spotify right now. We're killing we're huge. it. We're number, we're number two right behind Cole Joe Daddy. Right, right Patat. Daddy, I think. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, you're you're living in Vancouver. You're going to see some really fucking good hockey. I think that's probably And your daddy's chiclets? But are, yeah, you, are people going to go to games, though? Like, you might as well be anywhere. I know, but, like, the thing would be is, like, it's kind of cool. Like, it's happening in your city, right? So, yeah. like, if the... Oh, definitely. If there's I, I don't a even Stanley... think you can go to the games, though. No, I mean, you I can't. even disclose that. No, it's going to be zero fans. No like, fans. Yeah. They're going to be waiting outside of Billy Clubs. But, <laughs> yeah. but honestly, honestly, you just got to go... You just got to go to the Roxy after, like, a good playoff game. And Zach Castine will be there fucking chucking lines of white sauce. You'll have a great fucking time. But for me, I mean, I just I'm can't wait to have Kessler's wife. I can't. <laughs> just beta the alpha. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's fucked a lot of people's wives. But anyways, uh, yeah, for me, I just can't wait to have hockey back on TV. And the Oilers are in one of those spots where I'm an Oilers fan, for those of you who don't know it already. They're in one of those spots where they have to win that five-game series to get in. And I can't wait. Like, I, I know Connor McDavid is the absolute stud of the league. He's been literally, like probably skating lines in his backyard paying to have them like nuke the fucking the crowd and put some ice in like this guy's frothing to get back in the game and i can't wait to watch him play if, you, if you've seen instagram he's been uh, squatting his dog the whole time so he's, he's out of shape it's no big deal he is pro he's the most talented player to play the hey, game hey did you guys see that mighty ducks little intro that the tampa bay lightning did no you guys see mighty playing? ducks too are you they playing are they too? are the, du- the ducks aren't gonna play tampa no. bay no, no, but Mighty Ducks too. They they get the team back together by doing like the bird call, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we're gonna go play hockey, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm in. And then so they did that same thing with Tampa Bay, and it was fucking hilarious. Actually. They were roller skating. <laughs> yeah. Hey Charlie, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just listening to records. Yeah. Fucking oh, jacking off. <laughs> I actually watched a little bit, like thirty minutes of a movie last week that uh, had Charlie Conway as like one of the main actors. Oh, no yeah, shit. I don't even know he was around well, still. If so. you're a real fan of the game, it's Banksy. That guy had a broken wrist and scored a fucking sick triple deke. So. Glove side. No, Bros, side. But whatever. Anyways, get to, getting down to the brass talks here for the podcast. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm just really excited to watch hockey again. I, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be really nice. Um, we've already heard Fredo. What do you think about this? Because like, well, I know you don't watch. I know you don't watch hockey that often. You watch. Yeah, like, but I'm really pretty amped about it because but... when I do watch hockey, it usually is the playoffs. Like, you know, I'll, I'll pick up Yoxed. a game here and there throughout the season, but the playoffs is what I really like to watch, just because it's like nothing better know. than playoff hockey. Exactly, it's really good. And like for someone like me who's not really all like all about keeping up on what players are doing and just wants to see some spicy hockey action, 
Like, you're gonna get the spiciest hockey action because every. I mean, yeah. like these guys have been cooped up for two months. Like they're gonna come out like well, I, everybody's gonna be so in the tourney healthy too, which is actually sick. So, which is why it's gonna be the hardest Stanley Cup to win because it's gonna be. 24 teams that are as healthy as they've ever been and you're not gonna get those scratches with guys that are like kind of hurt going into playoffs no one's getting scratched everyone's coming in yeah they're gonna be ready to go i think I, they i think the players want it more than ever right now after being out for this long like it's gonna be really good but like also yeah there will be an asterisk behind it because it's gonna be one of those things where it's not a full real hockey season i think like the people that don't win it are gonna be like it's not a real season so I yeah, that, I, I, regardless I, of who that is, right? Everybody who doesn't win is going to be pissed that they didn't win. They will be, yeah. but I still think that asterisk is bullshit. Like it's it. They played 85, 80% of the regular season. Uh, it'll be a harder Stanley Cup to win. I mean, like, the, I, I'm kind of like torn too because like they gave out all the awards already. And it's like, obviously, oh. Drysdale deserves the heart. He's fucking amazing. He's the best point getter in the league right now. And I, I'm an Oilers fan, so I'm way behind them. But like, Wait, which team when, do you like? Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, actually. Okay. I don't know if I told you about that. Um, but for me, it's like, when, I think the, the weirdest thing is winning the awards, right? Like the Kobe Baker and all that. Like, it's, it's not even a full season. Did, uh, Kobe Baker's college hockey. Is Sorry, yeah, I'm fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> the Vesna, the heart. I know a few trophies. But, like, who who won the rookie of the year? Was it was it Kale McCarr? Did he win it? I uh, I don't think they've announced it yet. But I will say that uh, Ovechkin won me about 30 bucks because I bet him to win the Rocket Richard. Yeah, he's a fucking stud. Of the season, mm-hmm. And he tied. But they still count as a win. So. Ovi and Putin already have their fucking Stanley Cup celebration <laughs> planned out in Russia. Like Ovechkin's like mowing lawns, just like coming in his pants, waiting to score goals. Like it's gonna be kind of cool because I think the first couple games in this, like if it happens, everyone's like gonna be gunning. Like everyone's like not coming into it. Like they've been drinking fucking oh, steroids. So they're ready to go. I'm I'm excited for it. But also it's gonna be one. It's gonna be one of those like kind of lockout seasons where it's like if you lose the playoffs, you're like, oh yeah, it wasn't a real season. I think I think the first round of these playoffs, like the played round, they're gonna be nasty. The first couple games are actually gonna be terrible hockey to watch because it's it's gonna be like when they come into preseason and it's no, they're yeah, so no, professional. They're going to have no, a dial. But it's, Dude, all these guys have been sitting on their yachts fucking slamming supermodels for fucking three weeks. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. So when they have strong hips pre- and that's about they, it. When they yeah. come the first games of these fucking playoff, like playing around, they're going to be rusty as hell. Like it's, it's going to be terrible. Hockey it's going to be fun to watch though. Cause you're watching the best be bad. Yeah, and it's it'll be fun, but it's going to be like watching preseason hockey for the first few, like the first round, the first few games until they get dialed in for the third game, and then that's when playoff hockey is going to start. I think for me, it's like uh, the Oilers. Uh, I don't know who they're squared up. I think it's is it Carol? I could be wrong. I, no, it's not Carolina. As an Oilers fan, you don't even know. I don't even know who they're playing yeah, in the first series because I saw I saw like the projected brackets, yeah, but I didn't huge, actually see it. But you're a huge Oilers fan, hey. Well, McDavid's going to be like defenseman on their best day when they're playing, you know, X amount of games a week. McDavid's going to skate circles on people now. Like a defenseman that hasn't skated in a few months or like, you know, like isn't playing like game ready. McDavid's going to come on blast people to the water. Like I'll, I'll put a bet here on the line right now on the <laughs> pod. I'll go full in to say that in the first series, five game series, McDavid's going to get 10 points. And if it doesn't happen, I'll film a video, put it on our Snapchat of me shotgunning six beer back to back to back to back to back to back. I want to see a hoop okay. one actually. 
Yeah, just hoop one. Well, obviously, you want to see me hoop one, you filthy dog. You dirty dog. I was going to bet you five bucks, but that works too. Let's do that bet. Yeah, McDavid, what... McDavid put up two points a game. The guy's going to be absolutely flying because he doesn't drink or do anything. He's been sipping on orange juice, just frothing at his fucking knees, ready to go. And he's got a pretty hot girlfriend too. Yeah, he's got a beautiful dog, beautiful girl. Like The guy's living the dream, <laughs> but... He, no one, no, I don't think there's anyone in the league that's more ready to play hockey than Connor McDavid. This guy is fucking, let's go. I will say though that there's nobody less ready to play hockey in the league than Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> He's probably been sipping fucking Putin's vodka out of his ass. Like the guy, the, honestly though, Ovechkin's gonna still, in, like, I, they are in a position where they don't have to play a game. I, correct me if I'm wrong. But that, that guy's just going to be ripping clap bombs from the hash marks, practicing PP the whole fucking – this whole offseason, he's just been ripping bombs from the point. So, like, watch out if you're playing Ovechkin because this guy can't – no one wants to score goals more than Ovechkin. And now he hasn't scored a goal in two months. He's going to be, like, the scariest guy to play <clears throat> defense against. All right. Well, let's uh, let's shift gears here. Let's fucking just put her into low gear and move along here. For those of you that um, couldn't see, Joey just actually tried to like just, Jimmy I a just, transmission. I just shifted her into low gear. Yeah, he, he literally. <laughs> we're in, we're not even in a car, and he pretended like he was in one. Uh, Fredo, what's going on at the farm, man? Let's give us give us a farm update. Oh, just uh, just went over to Creston yesterday. Did the did the trip? Picked up some grain. Got a couple chickens. And uh, got some really good fish and chips over in Creston. They got a killer fish and chips place. Shout out oh, to Tim's. Number one. Tim's fish and chips. It's like, it's, it's not, not number one. It's not it's, number one. Dude, it is number one though, is the thing. No. It's, you got to go You gotta go to Victoria and go to <laughs> Whitefish, Bluefish. Dude, yeah, it's the, the best, best fish and chips chip in Creston. Fuck them, fight me. And, well, dude, that's, that's like Red being fish, like, yeah, I, I live in Castlegar and I make the best vodka. Like, it's not even a, no. Sorry. No, it probably it's would be the one. best vodka. Dude, it is. <laughs> yeah. I've I've lived in Victoria. I've had plenty of fish and chips. These were banging fish and chips. They are, dude. Oh. They're actually insane. I'm not I'm not up, saying that you up, don't have up. good fish and chip skills. I, I'm not saying you can't read it that well. I'm just saying that, like, as far Simon said, number one. There's no way it's number one. It's number it's, like okay, seven. Stop, stop taking it literally. There's a little hyperbole and shit. I, mean, I will fuck it. Fuck me before you suck me. So, Fredo. Number if one in my heart, all right? So, Fredo, if you're driving through Creston, where is this? Like, it's, it's is uh, it on the main drag, or do you take that side street, you know, to kind of... Yeah, don't take Creston the side the street. It's take the take the new way to get into Creston, but then drive it, like, into Creston, and it's... Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's right by La Hacienda, or whatever Ooh. that hotel... I think it's not called that anymore, but it's close to that. There's a BCL nearby if you want to get a cold one. Devin, okay, Hacienda yeah. Court's best hotel. Change my mind. Better than anything in Vancouver. I don't know. The Sandman and Katsgar fed us well for the last podcast. So I was like, I'm okay with the Sandman and Katsgar. The Hacienda uh, sounds like the kind of place where you pay by the hour and they ask you if you need sheets when you walk in the door. So. Like a spare set of sheets. So when you drill sheets. a girl, when you drill a hooker and you've just made a mess, you, you can throw a new set on without them having to come in. Like, I'm not going to sleep. They give you the materials to kill the hooker with too. After you, yeah, yeah. They're like, do you need a tarp? Maybe a gun? Uh, yeah, if you're a knife guy, we've got machine. really good knives in our kitchen. Well, actually, uh, I know somebody on this podcast. I won't say names. Throwing them under the bus, except it rhymes with Byman Bick. But um, <laughs> he apparently 
I saw a few ladies of the night. He uh, he paid for a lady of the night in uh, K-Town there, the uh, Kelowna. And uh, might have been Kamloops, not really sure. Can't remember. Best ones in all of BC. But uh, he's, <laughs> Yeah, they got the only five-star resort he there. Just, he disclosed to me in a very secret conversation <laughs> that um, she came over one time because he was feeling lonely. He paid for it. And... <laughs> When she came over, she came over with a bottle of vodka and was like, well, let's get drunk before we do this. And then they bucked, they just disintegrated the bottle of vodka and got really hammered and then had sex. So I would like um, Feynman Bwick, Feynman Bwick <laughs> to, uh, if he would, tell us the story. <laughs> to, com- to comment. <laughs> I actually don't remember telling that story. Not that it's me who did the story. Uh, but <laughs> So... As someone whose not story it is to tell the story that he doesn't remember, it's it's uh, it's quite quite hard. However, 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 I will say as a uh, as a person who knows the Kelowna area quite well and they do. It might have been Kamloops. You're not the guy that was there. Oh yeah, no right or or Kamloops. Sorry, or Kamloops. Uh, That uh, or Kamloops. Or Caslow, or or Kimberly, for that matter. Caslow uh, has the best hookers. Is is known. <laughs> they all work at the deli. Go to Jim's Deli and ask for a meat slice, and they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> they'll give you the Caslow special, man. Yeah, again, allegedly, but uh, don't ask yeah. for a chicken cutlet because it gets weird. <laughs> and oh. the turkey slice is just to die for. But Byman well, yeah, uh, Wick will know all about it. So Byman yeah, Wick, tell us yeah. that story, buddy. Well, so anyway, going to the point, though, is that uh, Byman probably doesn't remember that story, but <laughs> but, 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 but they do have a, the only five-star uh, uh, house of uh, exquisiteness in Maybe. Kelowna in, in the entire country. So uh, you can suck on that well, apple Kelowna's for a bit. the best brothel yeah. in, in, the, in Canada? It's the only five-star rated brothel in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> is that on like TripAdvisor or uh, Yelp? We get the best Yelp reviews, but Yelping like for them is a totally different thing. <laughs> I would. Byman came in and made all the girls yelp. I would like to know if uh, Byman Blick uh, tried to stick it in this lady of the night's butt while she brought over the bottle of vodka. I, I mean, but, honestly, probably, but you never know. Well, here's the thing about vodka. Tells. If, if there's if there's if there's any liquor to fuel a little anal sex, it's definitely vodka. Because that's Russian, it just gets you in the vibe, man. Sure. Also, the only time I've had anal sex with my angel of my life uh, was when she was ripped up on vodka. So I think I have this like direct correlation: like vodka equals anal sex. Like it's called, vein, it's called venal sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's uh, my angel. <laughs> has some. Beautiful veins that lead right to her vagina or butthole. It's they're so close. I've actually hit the gooch, or I call it the geech on women. It's a little bit more appealing. Um, I hit, I've hit the gooch once, and honestly, it's so small on a woman. Like I'm impressed. I hit that spot. Like that skin there is like the most untainted, so, untouched spot. Banana for scale. What's how big is it? How about you yell? <laughs> Sorry, I get excited when you start talking about the geech. Yeah, I was like, boys have gooches, girls have geeches. That's just and how all, it goes. And all men have ginch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe's dad only wears ginch. <laughs> Anyways, brothels to hothels. Let's talk about um what, what we've all been waiting to talk about here. 
Let's do a white claw review, boys. I'm a, Simon. Last time Simon was drinking, he just kind of like got into it. I'm sipping a lime, thinking like this is terrible. This is so bad. I'm gonna give you guys my lineup now. It's gotta go grapefruit first. Uh, now the the hardest part is to choose second. Um, I'm gonna go mango second, black cherry third, and lime last. And I want to hear what you boys are thinking because we've all had some time. We're obviously sponsored by White Claw. We're all getting paid so much money to do this podcast. Like. Let's dial it in here. For me, that's my selection. Joe, I'm going to pass it off to you. What's yours? Well, I mean, I've been drinking White Claw a lot today. And the way that I think that I would uh, uh, summarize it. Today, buddy. Today, after my stutters, is uh, I would go grapefruit, mango, lime, black cherry, actually. It's a forever know, changing topic, actually. I know, I know it's uh, putting lime not as last is a pretty comfort uh confrontational confrontational yeah, there aspect go. there but uh i think lime is not last anymore because I'm, I'm drinking a lime right now and it's actually it's banging it's banging right now i think it's it might perfect. have to it's do with the good. fact i just mixed you like a six ounce bourbon so like any <laughs> i could feed you piss right now and you'd be like this is great piss that's true somebody <laughs> could feed me piss right now and i think it would be fine but oh uh, joe knows piss i yeah. do know piss Jonah's well, let's well. let's bring it around the horn here. Like, side. Now that you've actually got to taste everything, you're not giving us a blind review on a few few <laughs> of the flavors. What do you What do you think? He's not even here. Simon, 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 <laughs> Fraser, what do you think? <laughs> Mac well, Daddy I, Five. I gotta say that uh, I haven't had a white claw in a, in a minute here, but pretty rich um, for your blood if you're drinking pills near. Yeah, they're a little too fancy for me, for one. But I will say this: I've been to your house recently. If I, I wouldn't even want to drink white claws at your house. Like you gotta have something wholesome and hearty. Like a, yeah. a pilsner, it really like hits home. Actually, it does, well, and when it's cold, man, it's like no ooh. cold pilsners slap. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I've only had I've had two beer that stand out in my life. One was me and Joe help move this Mexican guy into a place we were sweating balls all day, and nope. he handed us a Corona. Yeah, we no, we I don't know what happened. Someone someone was moving, and I was drunk the whole time. How'd you know he was Mexican? This Mexican guy handed us a Corona, best beer I've ever had in my life. Second one was that I was playing softball all day out in the sun, and I just like some guy out of a bag, out of like a ball bag, just hands me a fucking ice cold pilsner, and that thing hit hard. Like you have those beers you remember for the rest of your life. One of those ones just hits you in the fucking plums. Yeah, you just slurp her back. Pilsner's number two, man. And I mean, like, I've had a lot of really good beer, but I actually can't say that, like, I wouldn't turn down a Pilsner. They're, like, an old-style old Pilsner is really fucking good. And if you're on the farm shooting guns, slapping pig ass, Pilsner fucking hits hard, man. Actually, yeah, it, into, it always into does. That, into that, forget the White Claw. I do have a genuinely, like, hard question for everybody. What is your favorite beer that oh. you've ever had? Mine's pretty easy. Like, I'll just answer straight up because I have my answers in my head. Tofino Kelp Stout. Best okay. beer I've ever had okay. in my whole life. Fredo, what's yours? What's your favorite uh, beer that you've ever drank? I got to say Blue Buck, man. Like, it's it's just so damn good, always. There's never a time that a Blue Buck doesn't satisfy. Like, it's just kind of dark enough for, like, a ski day, but also nice and cold and refreshing. Uh, it'll it hits hit on, on every level, day. Okay? It's the it's only a, craft beer that I've always been able to like, hey, do you want one of these? And nobody's ever said no. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, my it's thing like, with – okay, I'm going to sound pretentious. But yeah. when I first moved to Victoria, Blue Buck was way better. When they were small batching it, it was like the best beer ever. It did get a now little too like big. Now they've like gone – they went mainstream on it. it it's, it's lost a little bit. But like they that beer is like perfect. It like – 
it kind of sits in your mouth like a stout. It tastes a little bit like a lager. Yeah. Like that thing is so good. But I remember when you would know, Fraser, you went to UVic. When we first went to Victoria, it was it was even better. Yeah. I, I would say it's my favorite beer, hands down, back then. Now a few beers have surpassed it because you got a small batch beer like that. You got to have yeah. care, you know? Like yeah. when, when people Definitely. blow up beers and they go everywhere, like it loses its flavor a little bit. Not enough that you'd like complain about it, but like yeah. too much to like brag about it. Yeah, the, they just mass produce the malt and it just, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's sweeter than it used to be or I don't know, or maybe I just it, got it, older and they, my they palate put a little bit too much carbonation, carbonation into it and lost a little bit of that like stouty flavor. You know, like they used to have like kind of like it like sat in your mouth like a stout, which was so good, yeah. but it had like a flavor like a lager. It was perfect. Totally. And then now it's not as car- like you can't, unless you're going to pound one back, you, it's not as good. You need to talk less. Yeah, I'm going to talk less. (laughs) But uh, I'm I'm absolutely buckled. I went. We went on a bendy last night. We played this. What was the game we played last night? What was the game we played last night? Talks about the bender and the game we played. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit more here. But we played stack up. I've played it before. Last night was my first time. Like I was absolutely out to lunch. Everyone was probably looking at me, being like what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I'm like hitting a cup. I'm like putting it, like throwing the cup across the fucking table. I have no idea what I'm doing. Anyways, I'm going to take a breather here. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the actual question, Simon, what's yeah. your favorite beer that you've ever, like you've ever drank? Like you so go I, back to it time and I, time again. I fell in love with fat tug a long time ago and it still holds a pretty good place in my heart. So I, I've you been know, drinking it for, for, probably six years or at least since yeah. i figured it out so fat and it hasn't really... declined in quality either yeah it no, tastes it the exact same like like fat tugs are really really good i like west coast ipa that like um and i think the only hate it gets is just from people who don't like ipas which i well, understand and it, it will put you in your grave it's a quite early it will it's like it's like seven percent and you buy six of them and you drink them and you're fucked up and yeah that six pack it's like it's you you start on that and you so kind I've, of never the had, I've, I've never had a can i saw they went to cans recently i haven't give me the mic i'm fucking talking here <laughs> I, I they moved to cans i've never had one of a can to me it's a bomber beer i i cannot oh, buy totally. it in a can it's a bomber beer for me I, i've and, also never had it in a can and it's one of my favorites so i i don't know maybe that there's something to it i i don't know yeah i so, do not have more than three of them so now. a bit of a tangent story here where i'm gonna pump my own tires up because you know, sometimes Jojo needs to pump his tire up. Um, <laughs> Joe needs to talk more. So when I was working at a brewery in Calgary here that I won't mention because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> we were designing a West Coast IPA recipe and uh, Fat Tug was one of the beers that we tried to like emulate. Yeah. And so we, were, des- so we were designing this recipe. We went to the liquor store. We picked up a four pack of fat tug. We were like drinking it kind of like making notes, whatever. Um, after we like drank all of the four pack, got a little buckled, whatever we made this recipe and we brewed it. And, uh, when it came out originally, everyone loved it. Like it was like, it was a really, like, I will say that it was a really good version of a West coast IPA. It was delicious. Um, and then after I left, what uh this brewery and started working at my new job um they put it into a can and they and they put it to a the alberta beer awards and this 
recipe actually won a silver medal uh, not too long ago. So like Fat Tugs had a very big uh, influence on my life, especially for beer making. So I think Hoyne, right? So like Fat Tugs are really, really good beer. The um, island has such good breweries. It's not Hoyne. It's uh, Phillips. No, no, it's not beer wrong. Hoyne, I think. Is it Hoyne? Somebody, uh, somebody, somebody tell me I'm it's wrong. Either, it's Hoyne. No, sure I think it's, it's Driftwood. 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 There you yeah, go. that's yeah. right. Yeah. But, Driftwood um, Brewery, Victoria, BC. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But uh, getting, getting, getting back to the question in hand the here, the meat, of, the meat of the whole podcast here is talking about beers, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Fraser hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, I, I said Blue Buck. I think that uh, I just got interrupted by you like five times. Um, I'm like on cocaine right now. I'm ready to go. Let me get my answer in here. Uh, I think that from you shows you dig. I think that Red Racer, uh, it's their ISA. It comes in a six pack can. Oh yeah, green can, right? Light green can. That shit. That shit is really good. It's like, it's especially good when you're hungover. Uh, you open up a six pack of it and you just crush it and. It's just like it's the only beer that I can genuinely drink and enjoy when I'm very hungover, mm. and it just like it lifts me up, you know. It's just it's so good. Uplifter. Yeah, it is uplifting. It's it's an uplifting ISA uh, bottle. Oh no, it's called Bottle Rocket. That's Phillips. Yeah, it's great too. Which at a festival, it's the best beer. So, I guess I'm going to change my answer to Bottle Rocket from Phillips, <laughs> which is the beer that I was thinking about, but. It's just it's so say good. bottle like, rocket again, Joe. <laughs> bottle <laughs> rocket, bottle rocket. It's so good. It's, it's a just, bottle, Joe. Yeah, it's a man rocket. It's so good. It's uh no, I, I went to um there's a festival in Victoria. I forget what it's called. Um, tree trunk. No, no, no. You're tent new. tree. Uh, Surfs up. I don't know. Well, there's a bunch of festivals there. Anyways, no, they have well, to start with an R or something, doesn't it? Rifflandia. Rifflandia. Yeah. And they were pouring uh, Phillips beers, right? And one of the girls that I was like at the time, this is a while back, one of the girls I was like hanging out with, having casual sex with, she was working like the uh, tap. <laughs> and basically I bought one ticket, got like six beer. Like, and I went to town on bottle rockets. During the day, like a day beer, it's so good. But uh, one thing I want to divert back to is that Red Racer – as if you're drinking a hoppy beer, you can't go wrong. They make the best hoppy beer consistently. It's so good. The Red Trap IPA, it's really good. They everything they do. Like if you're a hop, if you're a hop guy, you can't go wrong with Red Racer. The only one I'd say is like, uh, who makes Blood Alley? That is Blood Alley. Russell right? Brewing. Russell. Company. Russell fucking slaps on the hops too. Like, I'm a big beer guy. Uh, Blood Alley. Russell. Fucking, that's my second place. No question. It's actually, so good. Actually, you know what? Diving back into what this podcast is really about is uh, telling embarrassing stories. What is that? I thought it was about beer. Talking a mile a minute. So that's what I was doing. Rifflandia, a couple of years ago, I was there and I was just crippling beers. Like I was just like, I'd put two tickets in and crush two beers and then put two tickets in at the same time. And I was just buckled. And we were watching... Uh, I can't remember the. I think it was uh, Modest Mouse was the band that was like, that's why we went to go there. So I was there. I was just buckled, like blackout drunk, like it's like six p.m. in the afternoon, evening, and uh, I'm there just pounding it with a couple of my 
my buddies and this girl that my buddy knows is standing behind like downwind and I'm just ripping the nastiest farts <laughs> the whole time. I'm like ripping farts that are like sour eggs. Like they're just the grossest farts anyone's ever smelled. And she's right behind me and I'm just standing there like Sorry, just, baby. Just partying, like, <laughs> just ripping these rotten egg farts, and she's downwind, just smelling them the whole time. Just eating them. And she walks up to my buddy and is like, what's going on with your friend? And my friend's like, hey, you're ripping farts. And I was like, I don't fucking care. It's, we're outdoors, man. Like, I just rip whatever I want. And he goes, yeah, but, like, my friend is, like, dying, downwind, dying, like, <laughs> smelling them. I was like, Tell her to move somewhere else. Yeah, move up wind. Fuck this bitch. Like, so the last time I was at Rifflandia, I was ripping the nastiest farts, got buckled, left the concert at like six, six o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever. And I'm trying to like find a cab home. Like I'm just buckled, like phone's dead, like whatever. I'm just walking around the side street in Victoria. Like I look homeless cause I'm so mangled. Oh, like sure cause you are homeless. Cause I looked homeless. I was like stumbling around. I was like, I walked up to a police car and I was like, can you guys drop me home? And they're like, no, we're going to arrest you. And I was like, Oh, I thought you guys were a cab. Never mind. I just walked away and like fucking finally picked up a cab and went home and it was like 10 30 when i finally got home and i was just at least they didn't murder you i was so crippled <laughs> like my girlfriend at the time was so mad at me because i just i got home she's like where were you and i was like oh yeah Ripping farts, I, was, I was just <laughs> slurred my words i was like oh, i was just whatever and uh wake up the next sunday and i have all these texts from this guy that i was hanging out with he goes <laughs> Man, breakfast tomorrow morning. He's like, my friend hates you right now. I was like, why? I was so nice. He's like, no, because you were just ripping farts that she needed a gas mask for. I will say this though: I lived with Joe for four years. No one can clear a room with a fart like him. So if he's saying his farts were nasty, yeah, they were absolutely they're nasty. evil. Especially I can picture the smell. Too. It's a signature smell. There's like, there's it, something it living inside him that makes a certain <laughs> smell. It's like most of the time, people like their own fart smell. I don't even like my own fart smell because it huh. smells so bad. Well, it's definitely better. It's definitely better when it's your own brew. But Joe, actually, I remember one time you're hungover. We started playing chill like pretty early in the morning. Just like we're pretty destroyed the night before, and we sit down. We start playing some chill, and Joe ripped a fart that literally I I, I puked. I'm not joking. Like I puked in my mouth, and I had to like, get up and walk away. Like he can rip a fart like no one else. Anyway, speaking of farts, uh, Fredo, I know coming into this pod, we're absolutely buzzing. By the way, boys, this has been a great pod. I've talked a mile a minute. Let's go, Fredo. I know you had a topic you wanted to cover. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. Uh, who of the four of us is the most Canadian, and why? And I, I'll, I would, I'll, I'd I'll, like to nominate right off the bat here, Joe Goche. He's, uh, he's got the accent going, it seems. Uh, he's got tree trunk thighs from playing hockey, <laughs> and he makes beer. Like I don't know if you can really top a more Canadian. Uh, For me, Joe tries harder than any of us to be Canadian. Though. I don't think he tries though. I don't know. I, I would say you, man. Like. You live out in Thrums. You you live on a farm. Like if I had a call, if if this was like a full zombie apocalypse and I need to survive, 
I would call Darth Man first, but he would probably like be like, fuck you, I don't want to hang out with you. And then you would be my second call. I like, agree. When I think of Canadian, I think of Fraser with a beaver hat on. Yeah, like literally. Like, Fra- I, I am not Canadian. I'm metrosexual European. Like I'm not going to be anyone's <laughs> choice. I'm, I'm the guy that like takes 40 minutes on his hair. That's not Canadian. Um, yeah, that's but, people look at me and they're like, that's the most German-Russian, German-Russian I've ever seen. Yeah. It's so British, man. I am. My dad's from Ireland. I'm. I'm quite British. I'm quite soft. But I actually like. I was thinking like we're firing that. Like, so basically, a few weekends ago, you, uh, me, Simon, and Fraser got together, and we were morning officer. And uh, I went to bed. Simon and Fraser stayed up the whole night. And so I go like, Fraser, I've never shot a gun before. So he's like, let's get the 22 out. Let's go back and let's shoot the gun. Canadian as fuck to begin with. That's just that sentence. Like, that's Canadian. So I go kind of like, let's go. And I go out there. And in your dick state of mind, like, we're obviously all fucked up. One sec. Shut the fuck up. We're trying to podcast. Anyways. um, Yeah, sorry. There's a little bit of, like, a peanut gallery here. But we go to, like, shoot a gun. We're all banged up. Like, you you guys just stayed drinking the whole night. And I went to bed, like, pretty early. Like, I tucked in, like, a little baby because I just... Morning, officer. Freaked out and I had to go to bed. But we go there to shoot the 22, and, and, and Fraser's giving us, like, actual proper gun safety lessons. I was like, this is Canadian. This is uh, this is as good as it gets. Yeah, you got to be safe about it, man. It's I know, uh, but, like, really it was just easy us, to die if you're it was just us shooting, wrong, like, so, you know, a even truck if you are a little... was, like, a kilometer away. Like, no one's going to get hurt. But the fact that you were so well-trained on the gun, like, and you live on a farm, I was like, this guy gets the Canadian gold well, star. You think, you think that, but, like... You take that one extra second where you're like, oh, no one's going to get hurt with a gun is when somebody dies. So taking that extra second to like have Fraser give you the totally. gun safety lesson is it's really so, good. So you missed it. And we're talking about like who's the most Canadian of the four of us. Oh, it's Fraser. Fraser said you. Mm-hmm. I said Fraser. No question. Oh, fuck. Thanks. Oh, He's got hockey quads. Yeah. And, he, and to me, it's like I actually had this conversation. I had this conversation with Angie on the way up. I was like. Joe wants to be known as like the hardest working redneck you've ever met. Like that's like he aspires to be the hardest working redneck you've ever met. He wants he wants steel toes to like a beach party, like guy or cowboy boots. He just wants everyone to think he's Canadian. He's like, how can I sweat in my overalls and then make it look like it was actually just not me doing it on purpose? I showed up in this fucking Hawaiian shirt, half buttoned down to my belly button, like. Okay, but be, also I don't you, be a you red call your jeans. Your, you used to call your jeans your napkin. So that's well, like yeah, jeans are God's napkin. You got a little <laughs> mustard on yourself. You fucking tuck her in behind your knee and wipe her off. <laughs> like, that's what jeans are designed for. Yeah, when you're a farmhead, yes, but when you're a normal functioning piece of society, you do not call your jeans a napkin. I will say back to the twenty-two story though that uh, Fredo's mom used to pay us five bucks a piece to go clip gophers. And squirrels. So, like, you go to the back with oh, the 22 yeah. and you're uh, aiming down the sights trying to pick off gophers at five bucks a piece. Fuck, as a 15 year old, you're pretty fucking excited about that. Do you stop? Five bucks goes a long ways. When yeah, you're 15, five bucks man. goes a long way. A lot of packs of gum, a lot of beers, a lot of Definitely. darts. Like, 15. Like, when, you, when you're 15 and you got 35 bucks in your bank account as a 15 year old you're fucking you're rich man you're Elon Musk rich when you're 15 yeah the two liter pop. yeah it was sick, man. like Fraser and I would uh at 15 just walk out into the backfield with 
couple 22s and start trying to pick off gophers. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I, we, I, I we know were, 22 doesn't have a lot of, like, kickback or anything, but I, I've yeah. never had, like, a more manly scent to me after I fired that. Gun. Yeah, the, the gunpowder. Yeah. The coolest. Gunpowder does smell cool. The coolest sure. thing that Fraser and I did at 15 was uh, scissor each other. No, we uh, it was with Gaber. It was with Gaber, and we uh, we went out back into the field there, and we set up a like a workhorse and taped up a bunch of uh, fireworks and like hammered on them so they become firecrackers. And we went. And, was that the time Donnie lit yeah. himself on fire? Yeah. So we did all that. <laughs> we put them on the sawhorse, and <laughs> we're uh, we're talking about it. We're like. Okay, everyone has to go um, light it like light their firework at the same time. And there's YouTube video evidence of this. Um, so we go. Everyone's trying to light their firework at the same time. Fraser and Gabe light theirs first try. My lighter is not working, so I'm trying to like I'm like fucking freaking out at this time because everything's gonna go off, and I'm like fucking squirting fucking, that thing. I'm fucking, squirting. Fucking, I'm fucking. I'm squirting this thing at the fucking the lighter, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God! Gabe starts yelling at me. He's like, "Light your firecracker, Joe! Light your firecracker!" And I'm like, "I can't! I can't! I can't! It's just not working! It's not working!" <laughs> and so, at the very last second, my fire, my lighter, like clicks and lights fire and lights my firework, and I just sprint back to where everyone's standing, and they all just go, <laughs> and then mine waits for a second and it goes. It was terrifying. Okay, yeah. but we're talking most cool. Canadian. If it's not one of us, it's definitely Dar- Gaber is yeah. more Canadian than anyone ever met. Like Gaber is a fucking. And honestly, your dad, Darsman, is the epitome of Canada. Yeah, probably. Like if you wanted to, like he, the guy, is naked all the time. Um, <laughs> he probably has, he's probably skin more furs than fucking Hudson Bay. Like the guy's an absolute <laughs> animal. Yeah, <laughs> I. I I look at your dad when he talks to me. I'm like proud of myself for him talking to me. I'm like, this guy is the best ever. Like your, your dad is the best. And I, until I saw his dong, I had respect for him. And I saw dude, his dong sure. in, the, in the old, the old uh, raver mash shack fucking hot tub. And I was like, this guy's got a piece too. So it's like, you're an absolute animal in my mind. But now you you have a unit, so like good for you. And I think let's let's talk briefly on this. When you see a guy's dick, you get a different respect for them. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, I mean, especially when <laughs> especially when Darshman's got a fucking hammer. Yeah, like he's got that. a yeah. It like definitely got changes like a, opinions. A, like a nine piece drill bit, like a full stack. He's got like the Dewalt family pack in his pocket. Like he's a stud. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, let's just let's just. I mean, Simon, you didn't answer about most Canadian, but we're gonna blow past that real quick. Who who would you say? Oh, Devin, I said you. I was like, man, you're <laughs> just so tall, and uh, really, that's the only attribute I gave you. And then I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you don't All shut right, the well, fuck up. All right, well, let's blow past. Let's blow past here. Let's get into the uh, dick the pile, the, bi- the pile edition. No, well, let's talk dick talk. No, quick. we're not talking dicks. We're Who's going, got the biggest no, horn you guys have seen? We're going into the pile. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna come out and say first, Brennan Miles, biggest dick I've ever seen. We're going into the pile, um, Fredo, my Bredo. What's your pile edition? Let's hear it. I got a pretty interesting one this week, actually. It's uh, uh, so on uh, last Saturday, had the cousins over, had a little fire, and had a good time. Uh, but then like midnight rolls around, and just a couple of us left out there, like 
a bunch of them were camping over in the yard and uh all of a sudden like my neighbor's air compressor is like going off and it's like oh that's weird and then like a little while later it goes again and then it's like more frequently more frequently more frequently to like every like three minutes his air compressor is going off and so we're like uh about to it's like about to hit the hay right and it's like is this thing gonna fucking go on all night like did he leave it plugged in or what so uh me and my cousin's husband we were like okay well we'll just pop over there it's like it's our it's our renter so you know like i'm got no problem going onto the property because i mean i don't want to be all like my dad owns you but like kind of does big deal (laughs) and uh (laughs) so we go over there because it's like okay this guy's got this thing plugged in it's gonna go all night and just be annoying as shit but we get over there. It turns out he's there just letting air off on purpose to be like, tell us to shut up or something like that. I don't know. And so he just like blows up on us. He's like, get the fuck off my property. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, we just fucking hightail it out of there. And because it's like, okay, hey, well, this dude seems real pissed off. Let's like, let's go. And then so it's like, who's it? which which cousin uh, are you talking about? And who's oh, it doesn't really matter. But uh, it's not important. Um, and then like a couple days later, they like email my parents are like, I don't know if you guys know, but there was a big party at your house. And, uh, like my dad was there. My mom wasn't there. And they're like, and then these two like big men were coming lurking around our house and, uh, our air compressor like has a leak and like he was out there going to shut it off. It's like, no, you fucking weren't just like, just letting that thing leak. Like, he had the hose on like you'd let it fill up and then just and let out all the air like unless you had a like a six inch hole in your hose like it's just not gonna run out that quick anyway they all freaking yeah yeah i don't know just pissed me off so that dude he's going on the fucking pile along with his air compressor honestly fuck air compressors except for some of them yeah just just a victim fuck him it is an air air compressor man that's fucking annoying yeah oh it just it just that's rattle my cage you actually have to you have to you you have to use an air compressor a lot to get the kick on. Like I did flooring yeah. for a while. We use like guns to do flooring. Like you gotta like it's it only kicks in like when we were flooring like three or four times a day. Like it takes yeah, a exactly. Long. And this one's going off like this every. Man, he had to, he had to be fucking around. Definitely, definitely. We'll and there have been other times where he like I mean, granted, we were up at like four in the morning one time, but like he fired up his lawnmower one time. It's still dark out in the middle of the night. It's like. Dude, just like come over to the gate and yell at us or something. Like passive aggressive shit gets you nowhere. Yeah, straight up goes a lot farther in my opinion. Okay, like let us know, but at the same time, like it's not like we had tunes going or anything. Like we might have been like drunk and like loud, but it's not like we had we're thumping bass or anything. Like you're that. not louder than an air compressor. <laughs> no, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you're you're also in the coot like you're also in thrums where like you can be fucking as loud as you want you for as long as you want. Like do what the fuck you want. Yeah, that guy, exactly. that guy, and his air compressor absolutely deserved to be on the pile. Well, yeah, I, great I, addition. I'm happy that cooler minds prevail because I I would I have no patience for being people being pricks just to be pricks. Yeah, well, I didn't want to stir it up. He seemed like he was like I don't know. He was pretty go. pissed off. Yeah, I definitely yeah, just, I was nowhere near on his level of upsetness. So like, he was just looking for a fight, and you weren't. So I'm glad you. Didn't, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. There. So yeah, no, that's good. It's the most passive aggressive thing I've heard in a long time. Well, Super duper. 
Well, Simon, tell us your pilot. Uh, okay. Well, it's it's going to be slightly political, kind of, but I, I don't know. I just watched a little bit of news, and uh, a bunch of cops in Minnesota killed a black guy, and then a bunch of people rioted. So I'm just going to throw everybody involved in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> No, you gotta, you gotta only, you gotta only throw that police officer. Have you seen the video? It's disgusting. Yeah, um, it is fucked. No, so, you, that, like, he definitely deserves to be on the pile. Like, wait, hands down. But at the same time, you don't need to ride. But maybe that's what solves it. So I don't know. It's complicated. Well, were they riding because they agreed with the police officer or disagreed against him? Yeah, they definitely were against the police officer. Yeah, okay. So, so the, have you not which seen is the video? Which is a good thing. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, the, but they literally burnt down a cop precinct. So I, I mean, I don't know. Well, they, that. well you know. It was disgusting. What happened was absolutely disgusting. If you've seen the video, it's this black guy yelling, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And this cop's got his fucking yeah. knee on his it, neck. It's, com- it's it's completely fucked. Like, yeah, in every sense. I can't imagine being fucked. a black person in America. I would leave. Like, it's absolutely fucked. I'm, you sparked a chord here for me. But I've watched it. A- and it's... And- it's not, and but you can't just leave though. I mean, it, it's so much harder than that, right? I know, so, but like, imagine like just being black in the states. Like, it's got to be so fucking stressful because there's no way that would ever happen to a white guy. And if it happened to a white guy, like I'll call it straight up how it is. If that happened to a white person, a man, woman, whatever, there would be an absolute uproaring and uplash. There'd be like it would be insane. They the black people get scared of black people in the states because they're like oh they're all gang members like straight up it gets to that point where they're like we don't know what he's capable of he's a fucking human being like I yeah. fucking no and, hate and hey shit. I mean people still went pretty mad is what I my point is and so but at the same time when the government or the powers that be don't do anything about it what are you supposed to do so imagine that's your brother or sister or like someone you know and they gets killed by a police officer you would go fucking insane. I, I think yeah, they're yeah. justified in everything they did. They they could kill a cop, and I'd be like, Dad, that's just one for one. Like, not maybe any cop, but that <laughs> guy. If that guy got capped in the face, I'd be like, yeah, that's justice. You're a fucking piece of shit. And the worst part is, yeah. is that, like, cops in the States, they go to trial. They get the benefit of the doubt all the time, where it's like you're killing a human being. The co- Take the cop take the cop and the badge away. You're a human this, being this killing guy- a human being. You need to go to jail. Like that's what it is. Doesn't have a lot of excuse because it was caught on video straight up. So he was caught like red fucking handed. Yeah. Ma- so- I saw an interview with the mayor that was like the mayor of the city that that happened, in, and he and the mayor was like almost crying. He's like, "This is disgusting." And then they pan to like the police, uh, whoever's the, like the top guy at the police station there, and he's like, "You know, we have protocol. Like we have all these things to do." And like he was slightly out of hand, like still trying to cover their asses. I'm like, if I'm that guy, I'm going like, yeah, no, that was disgusting. Like this is the worst thing we could have done. I'm sorry. I'm just really, really fucking passionate no, about I, this. I get it. I, like, I get it's, it. It's disgusting I, I human rights shit, man. Like it really yeah. is disgusting. And, and I'm gonna double down. I just watched the Epstein first two episodes on Netflix, and I, I mean Jeffrey Epstein definitely deserves to be on the pile. So I'm going to throw him on fire. I was actually watching that uh, documentary this week as well. That guy's fucked. Like that guy is fucked up. But you don't know how many people are like that. Actually, there's a ton of people. Well, that's the thing that's fucking. And the documentary doesn't do a really good job at like clarifying who else was involved in terms of like rich people who are also fucked up. No, but it mostly just like tells about the victims and how the police had a really hard time putting the case together. Him himself deserves to be 
stabbed he's in prison. He's at the bottom of the like, pile. He's fucking, like, he's fucked up. I hope he gets raped yeah. like the way he raped oh, yeah. people. Like, I hope he goes in jail. Yeah, I hope he's, in jail, he's like, getting just... And, and they don't even know how much he raped. Like, yeah. It could be, like, literally thousands of people, essentially. And that's just insane. Well, that's the thing is people want their shot in show business. They'll do anything they can. But, like, it's an extreme abuse of power. Man, we're, with we're Epstein, really, it wasn't even really show business, though. He was living in Florida, here. getting, like, people who were fucking... Like trailer, yeah. Like trailer girls, essentially, and just young girls who didn't know any better. Um, and like they're like yeah. underage too. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting yeah. off topic here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, um, we are. So anyway, I, th- those are my two pile editions. I think they're pretty warranted. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'll uh, I'll bring my pile up. My pile edition up here is much more lighthearted. Because uh, like, as you dedicated fans know, I'm on the road all the time. Um, I just like to add hotel rooms that don't have a uh, a microwave <laughs> onto the pile cuz like i get i get uh living out allowance whatever but i'm not trying to spend that i just want to bring my own food with me eat a yeah. hot meal and they're fucking they don't provide me with a a microwave you so, so, so microwave some craft dinner jerk off go to bed yeah, exactly so i'm just eating a cold meal and then i'm eating Having a cold jerk off and I can't go to bed, so it's bullshit. I, I just, usually I usually put I just, a microwave on hum while I do in I just want these hotels to have a fucking microwave in every room so I can have a warm meal and then jerk off. Not a cold meal, just a warm meal. So uh, I'll say this: though, those hotels you, are my uh, pile edition. If you bring a, uh, I've got a pile edition. Okay, let's go. My pile edition uh, is definitely going to be to Fraser's girlfriend, Shannon. I oh, bought a really nice steak, and um, <laughs> I was really excited to cook it over the barbecue a few weeks ago. Later determined that she hid my steak amongst some cheese and crackers, <laughs> and I was really upset about that. Um, and then she, I, Fraser brought it up last time I saw them. I just popped in the other day, just hanging out, and she laughed about it. So Shannon, um, <laughs> welcome yourself to the pile. I bought, you, Shannon, I, bought I, 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 I bought, I bought a really nicely chiseled with fat steak. It was yeah, twelve dollars. It was delicious when I found it. Yeah, I bet. I think you. I think secretly, I gotta throw you on the pile too, because I bet you're like, oh, that's a sick steak. Um, Dude, I, just I spent it. a good half an hour looking for that thing. I know we I did it together. Was, That's why yeah. I was so impressed because you were such good at you were such a good actor. Epstein would have <laughs> fucked you raw, dude. Like you, you yeah. came in you're like hey, we can't find it. I'm like if Fraser can't find it in his fridge, I'm never gonna find it. Like good work, and then you're like Epstein, come rail me doggy style. Like I don't know, like fuck you, man. Uh, it was a, it was out of taste, um, but my taste buds were flying because. Fraser cooked as a fucking he cooked garlic salt with a little bit of steak. A little bit of steak. Yeah. yeah. Do you want some steak with that garlic salt? I don't know. That actually, but, that's a historic moment. Is that that's the first time we've thrown a co-presenter onto the pile. So yeah. Fraser, I hope you love it. I don't know. I was really mad because I bought it solely to cook over the fire. I was so excited to cook it. A little salt and pea. Four four hundred. Yeah. Four minutes aside. Two minutes aside. Four hundred. Let's go. Um, but then I couldn't find to save my life. And then the next day, uh, I guess you guys found it, ate it, had fun with it. Cool. No, it wasn't it even the next eaten. day. I found it like two or three days later. The- <laughs> yeah. And then I go, uh, so you told like me that it, you'd found it. And then I'm like, Shan, you found my, you found my steak. And she's like, ha, 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 yeah, it was really good. So Shan, 
Find yourself a nice little bidet uh, and a hammock on the pile. I don't want her to be too close because I know you're in love with her. But like, uh, I could have her hammocking like 45 feet away from the pile at this point. Well, yeah, that's fair. After that uh, Shan pile edition, it only seems fitting that the Mac Daddy number five is takes us out of here. All right. Well, oh, jeepers! I wasn't ready for that, but I'm ready for it. This is Mac Daddy five, and this is Mumbo number five. I was gonna do that, that. but we did that once already. Okay, then you do your own thing. I'll I'll shut up. April 29th, 